0: Hello and welcome to Pixelated Realms Gamescast, your guide to the digital landscape, untangling the mysteries of your favorite titles and discussing the latest and greatest in video game fun. I'm your host, Alex Salerno. Alongside me is my brother, Tyler. Hello, hello. Welcome, everybody. I'm glad to have you and uh, glad to be here. Yeah, welcome back to our games cast Today, we're going to be talking a lot about Helldivers 2, which we're obsessed with. It's just, there's no yeah. other way to say it. We're obsessed with that game. Uh, and we'll talk a little bit about the Xbox drama that's been going on and how Xbox basically said that they are going to bring their games over to PlayStation, possibly, or other consoles. Um, so we're going to dive into that. Yeah. Um, so so have you been playing anything other than Helldivers, or is it just Helldivers? Is that like, is I mean, that all... uh i mean i've been playing a lot of hell divers it's really fun
1: um but i've also still been playing through uh that daggerfall unity um mod that they released so yeah i'm still like playing through this when daggerfall and just being like amazed by how like ginormous this map is like i think it's considered like the biggest map in all of like rpgs because it's like the scale is just ginormous and uh it's really good like it's really really good um but I'm running into a few glitches now and I'm like starting to like get some game crashes. So I'm trying to work through those. But and yeah, Most, it's really, mostly that and divers.
0: <laughs> it's like insanely impressive when you look at these like old games and it's like they didn't have the technology that we do. They didn't have the, the cookie cutter engines that we do like the not cookie cutter out of the box engines that we do. Right. And so like everything that they had to do was basically made from scratch. Yeah. It, it's insane. Like these people are crazy and they were able to make this massive game that has all these like insane mechanics. Like you showed me a little bit about it and I and I was blown away. I was like, oh my God. Like this looks so complicated and so it, difficult.
1: It's surprising, like, it's how similar to the other elder scrolls game it is like you can really see like the things that they consider like core like game uh like mechanics in the elder scrolls series like the way that the skills develop like you pick your skills and that's how you like level up and progress and the whole idea of like mages guilds and fighters guilds and different uh associations like that's all present and you, you know we see that in every single elder scrolls game so it's really i love like playing game series and like that have those similar elements uh, final fantasy is another really famous one where it's like every mm-hmm. final fantasy game you know the magic is gonna have like a usually the, it's like a certain naming convention like fire mm-hmm. fire Ra, fire Raga, um and like but it has a very different take on like you know the storytelling or the art style or you know just. The, the the battle mechanics or various other elements so yeah it's uh it's very cool but now i want to play morrowind again um because i'm like you know i've never really like dug into it too deep uh so yeah that's that's what I've been i up to.
0: i would love a morrowind, morrowind remake do you remember when we bought it <laughs> yes do you remember of course yes Yes. i, yes. I, I kind of still feel bad about that i remember like so a long time ago my brother right tyler he was like, hey, like, I don't I don't remember if you only had like certain amount of money or whatever it was, because, you know, we were kids, so we didn't have like income. And you're like, I really want a new RPG and I can only buy like one game because we're kids and that's like it. And I was like, oh, I've heard about this game Morrowind. I heard it's really <laughs> good. I think you'll like it. But we didn't, the internet wasn't like what it is. I was it
1: like is. way too young.
0: <laughs> oh, y- yeah. You were probably like 12 or something at the time. Um, you are you're probably in middle school. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I remember like telling you that and you're like, oh, okay. We're like at GameStop. We're looking out at all the games and you just like trusted me. And the internet wasn't what it is today. <laughs> so it's not like we could like look up gameplay on YouTube as easily. I mean, we might have been able to, but we didn't have like smartphones in the same way at the time. And and then we got home and you played it for like 10 minutes. You're like, I hate this. Oh, yeah. It was so
1: <laughs> overwhelming. Like it was, as a, like a young kid, it was like incredibly overwhelming. <laughs> even as like a young adult, it was incredibly overwhelming. So, like yeah. it, it it was in 2002. So I was nine.
0: <laughs> oh, you were nine. It was no, even wait, wait, younger. Wait. Yeah, no, Let that's right. Yeah. When did Morrowind so, come out? Morrowind. Um, I mean, I don't think. Yeah, 2002. That's what I'm saying. I don't think it we... came out. I don't think, I think it was like maybe like a couple years after. So maybe you yeah. were like 10 or 11. I don't yeah. think you, we, either way, year though, that out. game
1: is so like narrative heavy and reading heavy. And I always was such like, as a kid, I was always terrible about reading dialogue in games. I know I'm not the only one, uh, but like I was particularly bad about it.
0: I'm I'm still bad about <laughs> it. Unless it's like really short. I'm skip, 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 skip. <laughs> no not the the best part now now i Uh, love that it's like (laughs) it's all all part of the experience it depends on the game honestly like i was playing through soma again and that game i read like every log and i was doing like (laughs) i was like investigating the backstory and stuff like that but then some games you play and like i I don't care about the log you give me this like six pages try playing Disco
1: Elysium without reading, right? Like that whole game as like a narrative reading, like, uh, you know, what do you call that? Like a storytelling game? Like that's, that's, is completely based around that, you know? So yeah,
0: well, that you miss out on
1: a lot. If you, if you skip all the dialogue.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Now I want to play that game too. That's a great one. I never beat it. I got through it like almost all the way, but I, I never beat it. I have to, yeah, same. (laughs) I got like,
1: like 10 or 15 hours in. Um, and I just like, kind of lost track, but it was just like it's such an intense game. It took so much energy to play that game. Mm-hmm. I had to like had to be in the right mood.
0: It is very intense. But I hope we get a Morrowind remake at some point. Well I mean supposedly at some point Elder Scrolls 6 is coming out. But I don't know after Starfield <laughs> hopefully uh Yeah.
1: I mean after Starfield. Good? Um yeah we'll see. We'll see. I mean Elder Scrolls it, it, they they take their time so like people the the anticipation does build up but like usually it delivers like skyrim was good and like but like i don't know we'll just have to see i don't want to like speculate on this game that we know nothing other than that like yeah. th- two second trailer they released like years ago yeah
0: i know like the the thing with bethesda games and this is my last little b- point before we move, <laughs> i guess before i stop my rant um uh, not rant but you know my thought process on this is that like uh, they they rely on the modders like almost too much I think a little bit um, yeah. and maybe they don't even realize that that that's what happens but like people like for me like Starfield and stuff like that I'm like okay well I'll just wait until mods fix the game and right. then I'll dive back into it and then in like Skyrim now like I play it again and obviously that that game is fantastic but uh, even without but with the mods it's just such next level and it's so amazing and it's there's it's so like, many like
1: quality of life things. Like there's always a mod in a Bethesda game that's like, well, this is to redo the whole menu so it's better.
0: You know? And you're like, yeah. well, why didn't they just this, like make the menu better? <laughs> right. This redoes this game is great, but you have to download this thing that redoes the weather, yeah. redoes the NPCs, redoes the combat, redoes the menus, redoes the quest structure, <laughs> adds a bunch of new shit. Like you're like And that's like part of the fun. Because <laughs> it's like sandboxy, right? It has that like Grand Theft Auto
1: element where like people are yeah. like I will take this and, like, do what I want with it. And that's cool. You know, that's great. Yeah. Um, but, like, as far as just, like, someone who wants to play the game, like, w- with all the additions of Skyrim that exist today, you think, like, I
0: wouldn't have to download like 1,200 mods for it to be like an experience. (laughs) Yeah. Well, they released the special edition, which was basically the game plus a bunch of the most popular mods. (laughs) Yeah. Like official. uh, Yeah. uh, Yeah. Officially like backed and baked into the game, Mm -hmm. which I just thought was funny. I'm I'm not talking shit about Skyrim. Like I love that game. I'm just, you know, um, I want them to move forward. And like, I love Bethesda and I know a lot of people love Bethesda. And I want them to succeed. Right. (laughs) Right. And so I want them to come out with a game that's like, Hey, this game is awesome without mods. And then it's just next level with mods. Like to me, mods are right. It's like once you've beaten the game and you want a different flavor of the game, right. That's what mods should be for. Or if you want to extend beyond not to fix problems in the game, that's not what mods are really for. Right. Um, and, but that's kind of what they've become. And I, I want, Starfield, and I want Elder Scrolls 6, when it comes out, to be those games that are, like, great out of the box, or maybe not even out of the box, but eventually, um, I'm even, like, willing to go that far. (laughs) Well, like, like, I I don't know. Like, think (laughs) of... Uh, do we
1: have to like check in on starfield like is starfield okay like what what's going <laughs> on like we started the podcast when starfield came out and like i feel like that game like is now in the grave and like nobody talks about it
0: get yeah, you know i read somewhere and I, I you know i'll have to fact check myself on this later but i read that like 99.9 percent of the fa- <laughs> of the player base of that game has dropped off oh which my god! considering like skyrim is still like yeah. one of the like it still sells top right fifty like... <laughs> most sold games you know or whatever now starfield is like nobody's played um which is amazing and like i i i understand where bethesda came from when they were designing this game and like all the decisions that they um, made like i understand where that originated from and the like exploration and then to want to create this game that's more of like kind of a slow burn and all these things but it just didn't work I mean, Yeah, there was
1: still, like, mechanical, like, fundamental, like, gameplay loop issues that, like, weren't fun, right? Mm -hmm. Um, The fun factor wasn't really there. Like, it was a lot of, like, incredibly cool things about that game. And I feel like there's just, like, a few bad... I, I think one of the major things, and not to go back to, like, our Starfield video, but, like, it was, like... It felt like it took it took a step back from what Bethesda has like typically offered as far as like dialogue and characters and quests. Like mm-hmm. I really think it was like the quests that got me. It was like, Yeah, go here, do this and come back. And I was like, Wow, that was a really long experience for like a really kind of boring quest. Um yeah. and for very little payoff. Right. And like it was really cool, like and cinematic, but um, yeah, it wasn't that yeah. great. Yeah, but, Instead of speaking of of those games, I think we should pivot back to we should pivot back to what we have been playing, which is okay. Helldivers 2. <laughs> There's a lot to discuss about that game. Um I know we're both enjoying it a lot. um mm-hmm. It's like would we should we give like a brief overview of what kind of game it is
0: and like kind of how it works? Yeah, sure. Sure. Let's talk about it. I mean, we've been playing a ton of this game and so like I pre-ordered it and I, I kind of liked what it was what it promised when the trailer came out and i was uncertain to be honest i had never played the first one but i was like okay like it's a co-op game i'm always looking for games to play with my friends shooter it's a shooter (laughs) and you know it it looked pretty fun like it looked fun played it obsessed absolutely obsessed with it um it it really plays out kind of like that like typical
1: um i don't i don't i guess i shouldn't say typical but like you get into a group right and you drop into these missions you have to do some kind of mission right whatever kill the bugs or kill the kill the enemies and then you have to evac right so it kind of has that like mission evac uh like gameplay loop but the whole time like it's like kind of shrouded in this like hilarious like satire and and very similar to that, like Starship Troopers, like yeah, you know, every soldier is you know important and matters. I'm and doing you're, my you're, part, right? I'm doing yeah. my part, and like all oh, that's it is so funny. But like when you die, it just sends like another guy, a replacement, like immediately after you. So it's like it's all like really kind of paved in this like hilarious tone. Um, it's been really enjoyable. Um. And like just mechanically is very sound. Like I feel like the mm-hmm. shooting feels really good. Uh, you get these like airstrikes and different commands that you can, uh, you physically like type a code into your controller or your keyboard to activate. And that you know something that's really easy to do when you're not being attacked is becomes incredibly hard when you have like sixty bugs chasing you. Um, yeah. so. Those little like elements of difficulty are so underutilized in video gaming, and I love when people like make it a part of their gameplay.
0: Yeah. So let's describe the game a little bit, because I think we kind of jumped in early. So the game, like you said, it has this hilarious Starship troopersness to it of of it's like America the game. You're you you play as this what's called a hell diver and you're this soldier on super earth. And you are protecting these ring of planets around Earth. And what's really cool about it is that you are playing. It's almost an MMO in the fact that you are the camp. I was, I'll loosely call it a campaign. But the, the campaign is every player who owns the game is playing the same game together. So you see this galactic map and the enemy is pushing in towards Earth while you are trying to push them out as a as all of the players together. And so each mission you do contributes to that success. And they have this concept of what they call game masters. And I I think these are actual like developers or or something like that, that are constantly monitoring how the players are are pushing back the forces and are tweaking the game to make, you know, add events, make it, you know, push the enemies in or kind of loosen them up a little bit. However, it needs to Provide strategy. Exactly. So it feels like the game is this living entity um and you know it 's only the first week, so right now there's we there's this one main sector that the game is focusing on that everybody is trying to you know capture these two planets liberate we'- yeah right we're trying to liberate for <laughs> democracy and um and the propaganda in this game is hilarious, so the entire time, like you were saying, um every time you play it's like the propaganda is everywhere it's like you know this is for democracy, do your part, you know everything, but you're right, and then you're like basically cannon fodder. But they trick you. You're cannon fodder, but they trick your character like it's very clearly the character that um, you know, they're like trying to convince you that you're this unique individual, but when you die, they'll replace you in a second. Like you were saying. And um and it's hilarious they do that through the whole game even in the tutorial like the very first thing this general is is training you and he's like i'm very hard to impress you better really really work re- hard for this and then you do like one minuscule thing and he's like wow i've never seen anything better I'm, in my entire career you're <laughs> the you're best like, soldier i've ever seen <laughs> you're like all right this guy's blowing smoke up my ass but it's so funny <laughs> it's like it it's not overdone but it's yeah done very i mean it's very supposed to
1: be a little overdone but yeah it's yeah it it makes its point really well but like it plays into the gameplay perfectly because all Mm -hmm. you are is as a player all you're doing is going to these different planets and dropping in and trying to like you know yeah achieve this mission so it just like when i log into the game it kind of feels good i'm like okay cool what mission am i going to do today what am i working on with this community of players mm-hmm. um, that is going to get us more rewards for liberating this planet or liberating that planet or going against this particular sector uh and mm-hmm. you know i think this is a really good foundation already and i'm like already really ex- is, if you're excited for like what the game's going to be in the future too like i think that's a good sign where i'm like i'm happy with it now but i'm also really excited like what might be coming
0: yeah, we haven't really talked about the gameplay too much yet, but we'll we'll kind of get to that. But something that I think this game does very, very well that a lot of games miss, and they miss this because it's very hard to quantify, and it's it's one of those things of, like, how do you quantify fun, for instance? You can't write a book on fun. You can't, you know, do that kind of stuff. But I, I am now invested in the universe of this game. All right. And I Like, I don't just want to play the game. I want to see what's happening in the world. And because other players are affecting this, like, live universe, I'm so curious. Like, for instance, okay, this morning, so I've been playing a little bit every day, and this I don't know, afternoon or whatever I was playing. And I noticed one of the planets that we've been trying to capture was liberated while I was yeah. gone. And I was like, Oh <laughs> shit, we got this planet. And I yeah. like felt good. And I was like, Oh, we got the planet. Cause there's these two planets we're trying to capture to get this sector. And now there's only one planet left. And I was like, Oh shit, we did it. And I, I can't remember the last game where I felt like, Oh, we did it. Yeah. Like a it has a,
1: that community aspect is really cool. Like, it could, I'm curious if that's gonna, like, continue to, like, feel that cool, or if that's gonna, like, teeter out, you know? like mm-hmm. I, You know, this is one of those games where I, I suspect at some point, like, I don't know what hour count that's gonna be, I'm gonna be like, okay, this is really repetitive and I'm gonna put it down. Mm-hmm. But, like, that doesn't mean it's, like, a bad game in any way. I still think it's really cool and I could still pick it back up and play it yeah. again. Like, that's what I love about a good multiplayer game. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't, like, Punish me if I like want to take a break, but I can always pick it back up for a quick, um, you know, match and have a good time. Um, but like if you want to play it every day, like we are right now, then you have all that like cool investment, like you said, of mm-hmm. being like, okay, as a community, we're progressing together. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that unique, you see, we've seen this, that take on a couple games in the past where like, yeah, you're working as a community to like change a map or, you know, like progress some kind of war. Like, you mm-hmm. know, you, you got to think of, um, um, oh shit. Um Chr- Chrome
0: Hounds is the first thing I think of. Really?
1: What is Chrome
0: Hounds? You don't remember Chrome Hounds? No. Oh my god. It's um it was a FromSoft game in the same uh kind of it was like Armor Court where you're a mech, but mm-hmm. it was a you you picked one of three factions, and every like month you had this I, I i'm probably getting this wrong so people are listening are gonna be like oh my god it wasn't every month it I, was I, every blah 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 but you know whatever the point is the same so it's a match fa- yeah and you played max and every time you played a match and if you won your faction would gain points and whoever at the oh. end of the month got the most points or whatever would like win yeah and then you get like bonuses and stuff like that so it was that similar thing where like you were playing a community but it was pvp based um yeah. but, but wow. very similar to that. But that's that that's a, kind of that would have been an I'd...
1: early uh oh, yeah. adoption of that. I was thinking of Foxhole, right? Where it's just like a constant oh. war and like everyone's always contributing. But that's like the ultimate example of this kind of like yeah. s- style of community driven gameplay. Um but yeah, this is like just enough to where I don't feel like like in for example, in Foxhole, which is a game that has a continuous war going between both sides of of uh players. You can just feel, like, out of touch. Like, you're like, I don't know Mm -hmm. what the plan is. I don't... I wasn't at the meeting. You know, I wasn't invited (laughs) to the Discord. Uh, So, I don't know what's going on. But in this game, like, it's... You just kind of drop in, drop out. Like, it's... There's... You're not, like, committing yourself to, like, some long, drawn-out committee Mm -hmm. of, of, you know, things. So... Yeah, it's been really fun. I mean, it's mostly just shooting and throwing in airstrikes. And who doesn't love throwing <laughs> in airstrikes? Like, especially when you have, like, nukes and cool, like, napalm and other cool things like that.
0: Yeah. I mean, how satisfying is that, though?
1: <laughs> like, well, like, they, I mean, we got to say, like, how many times have we, like,
0: airstriked each other? <laughs> like, but a that's... million <laughs> <laughs> but that is, like, honestly kind of part of the fun of it. Yeah. I remember I was playing a co-op game with a bunch of random guys, and I threw this, you know, uh, barrage, but the barrage has, like, a very wide area, and all three of them were standing in the same spot and just happened to get mortared by one of my barrages, Ow. and they all texted me, and they're like, they are messaging me in the chat, and they're like, dude, that's fucked up and i'm like it was just bad luck like what the f- i i threw that thing as far as i could i don't know, like it wasn't my fault but the game- <laughs> another thing we haven't even
1: talked about is how hard the game is i mean it's like mm-hmm. really really hard and you have to like really try and have teamwork and have like practical like you know plans and mm-hmm. uh and ration your your equipment and ammo and resources which is something that's really cool like at first i was like reloading every two seconds and then i was like oh crap you don't you don't save your ammo and clips so then i had to remember like okay only reload when your clip is empty but then that causes you to be confronted with an empty clip and a horde full of monsters Mm -hmm. in front of you so it's like there's so many of those like little mechanics that they Really nailed and uh yeah. it just makes for like a really fun experience. And fun factors, like you said, is hard to define. Um, and this one definitely wins. It definitely uh d- you know it does a good job with the fun fun factor yeah. score.
0: Yeah, and it's 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 a forty dollar game. It's not yeah. even a full like sixty, seventy dollar title. It's a forty dollar game with a twenty dollar possible um i'm not gonna call it a battle pass because that's not exactly one for one for a battle pass call but it's, it like a
1: dlc because it's like it,
0: yeah it's more it's, like dlc it's,
1: well
0: it's like a battle pass but it actually gives you
1: equipment you can't get outside of it so that's a con <laughs> to me i don't like that
0: I'm but gonna, it gonna doesn't call it but, out
1: but the equipment you get doesn't make you any stronger it's not exactly paid away but it's different equipment options it has an effect on the gameplay
0: yeah mostly cosmetic but you're right it does have a minor effect
1: yeah, but it, uh, so that's like my only downside
0: of the game so far
1: and like they've had some com- connectivity issues but they'll figure
0: that out I'm sure. yeah it's the first week i think they're just getting a surge of players and i know right, i sound I mean, very like i'm defending the shit out of them but i i i feel like in this case it, i mean like
1: when games are popular like i mean yeah i think that's to be expected at least a little bit
0: yeah But you know what? Speaking about that, something I got to give them major credit for is I don't know. Have you looked at the actual money store yet? The um, I think I forget. I think they call it the Superstore because everything is super because it's Super Earth. (laughs) Yeah, Super Earth. Yeah. Um. So they have like every I don't know so many hours. It refreshes the store, and there's like four items you can buy. And I know one of one of our most popular videos that we have on YouTube is me complaining about how the $25 Diablo 4 skin is a, is what I call predatory and people are like that's not what that word means well you're you get the fucking point. Anyways, in this game, the skins are 1 to
1: $2. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool.
0: It's that is correct. That is and the correct you get that amount currency. of money.
1: And you get that currency with the free battle pass or, you know, as part of the game purchase. I should
0: exactly. Say. So now I do not feel bad at all. And I will probably spend a ton of money on this game <laughs> just to t- tell them I'm voting with my wallet. Right. I'm saying right. I respect the fact that you are respecting my money and I <laughs> I'm going in like I even yeah you're right with the battle pass I even have they give you a bunch of the credits so I could buy like all sorts of stuff so if I find some armor that I really like I am 100% gonna pay for it well Um, Alex
1: is dumping his paychecks into this game I'm playing as like without it and I'm still having a great time and like have plenty (laughs) of options so yeah uh it's, it's uh we're looking forward to it. And like the fact that this is like a PlayStation studios title, I think always like goes to like, kind Mm -hmm. of, I don't know, boost PlayStation's brand as a whole. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, just like, I know we're, we're going to talk about Xbox a little bit here and just like thinking about this, like whole console war and how it's developing now into like two separate worlds. Like they've Xbox and PlayStation have finally decided like, okay, we're going to stop competing with each other and just try to do different things. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's been an interesting development um, because like when we were kids, it was just like the war. You know, it was the <laughs> war between Nintendo, PlayStation and Microsoft always, you know, yeah. it was just like, well, which console did you buy? It wasn't like, oh, they all had their place. No, it was like, which one did your parents like choose for you? you know? <laughs> or did so, we choose? Cause that's all we could
0: afford, right?
1: Or or whatever. Yeah. So, um, but now it's like, Microsoft is like, hey we're probably just gonna like start integrating our stuff into everyone else including pc and playstation Mm -hmm. and playstation's like we're gonna just keep continuing to do our like uh exclusive games because they seem to be working and i have no problem with that because i'm enjoying both sides of it
0: yeah i mean before we fully transition i just want to say that i really hope that they continue supporting helldiver's because I find the game very fun. And I'm going to probably continue to play it. Like last year we got Remnant 2. And I really appreciate so that game. Because that game is amazing. I think I have like 80 hours into it. Um, love that game. Love to have a good solid co-op game. And yeah. we don't have enough of those. And we're just very lucky now. To have back to back. Last year now this one. Um, have two really good solid co-op games. And so I really hope. That they continue to to support this game given that it's almost in i'm going to use this very loosely but it's like inherently a live service game because it has that yeah no i think you're right it has
1: some it has to be live service (laughs) because they've decided that it is you know in that like Mm with the the community aspect Yeah, yeah
0: yeah the fact that the community is playing this galactic war together it's sort of so i really hope to see more updates in this game not saying i'm not done with it at all i'm still you know very early in the game and have a lot of time to play with it but i would like to see them you know add new stratagems which are what uh, um the the strikes you can you can call down and stuff like they that and new weapons, exactly yeah. and stuff like that so uh, i'm really looking forward to what this game has to offer but uh You had a good transition with the the Xbox thing. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. And we've actually talked about this a little bit in the past. And people left a bunch of nasty comments. uh, (laughs) And now I have come to say we were right. Because we were. And we knew we were. So Xbox has basically come out and said that they're considering bringing games to other platforms, including the PlayStation 5. Not surprised. Doesn't surprise me. At all. And if you were surprised, you're not paying attention. This is what we've said in the past. Xbox is building an ecosystem. They don't give a shit about hardware. They are building a platform that they can deploy their games to, and you can play as the consumer anywhere. Right? Like... And they've been on doing any that for device years. on anything
1: yeah, yeah that's that's yeah. the
0: plan for sure yeah the cloud the pc the xbox now i i, I will say this i do not think I, the concern here that a lot of people have is that they think the xbox is going to go away i do not no. think it's going to go away no it's not no i don't think it's going to go away do i think they're going to focus on it as much maybe like trying to compete with playstation no also no right like they're going to put out an Xbox every so often, but I don't think they're going to try anymore to compete with PlayStation. They're not going to try and be like, "Hey, this is the Ferrari that is losing us money every year because we have to compete with PlayStation." No, they're not. Gonna, they're not going to do that anymore. They're going to say, "Hey, this is our system that has that works with every game that we offer, and it works well, and this is it." right this is they were gonna just i mean it's it kind of
1: like you could you could call it kind of the end of the console wars where mm-hmm. they're just saying like we're just not gonna fight about this anymore we're gonna go a different direction you know the the playstation and sony have had so much success with like their exclusive titles and like developing uh like internally you know through play, uh, sony studios and, and various you know santa monica studios mm-hmm. and all these people that it's like right they're not comparable like microsoft mm-hmm. kind of just like lost as far as the exclusive games went like once like halo infinite never like <laughs> that was the last like bastion mm-hmm. of hope like oh halo infinite and i know some people like really really enjoy that game and no hate there um but like mm-hmm. yeah they just they just kind of never really figured out their exclusives super super yeah. well and they decided to go a different direction and it it just it's you know it makes sense it's a very smart decision
0: yeah, and like I like I like Halo Infinite. And he, the thing is, I don't think they ever needed to compete in the modern day. I mean, back in the day when things were different, they did need to compete. But with in the modern day with cloud computing, with accessibility everywhere, we no longer need to do that. And basically what Microsoft is saying is, "Hey, we're changing the way we're playing this game." And they're actually, I would say they're taking a page out of nintendo's book because nintendo has never played the conventional game nintendo is like their own book yeah they're they're like console war what is that i've never even heard of that (laughs) like they're just doing their totally their own thing we're gonna create a
1: banjo controller
0: (laughs) (laughs) exactly and the bongos like they don't give a shit like nintendo is like so like we do what we do and we do it very well and besides uh, online multiplayer yeah famously (laughs) (laughs) i mean they do a lot of things shitty too but the things that they do do well they do do well right they they make great family games of course and uh xbox is like realizing that that the console wars are over playstation has won and they've won they won a long time ago and but that doesn't mean xbox has like lost right
1: no they're thriving in a different way (laughs) They're just bringing their games in a different platform to more people, and Game Pass has been a like huge success. Like mm-hmm. no matter which way you cut it, I remember when Game Pass was just like this terrible UI beta on my computer, and I was like, "Yeah, this is cool, but it doesn't work, and I don't want to waste my time with it." Like it was really buggy, the UI sucked it. It was atrocious, honestly. I'll say that it was atrocious, uh, and. Every couple of months, I'd just get updates and updates, and then they released like a beta version of the new mm-hmm. type, and I was like, "This is getting better. This is getting better." And more games came on, and more games, and here's all of the Riot games, here's all the Bethesda games, here's, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Like they've actually done it, and like mm-hmm. so that's been a cool little success story I've been seeing develop over the the last couple of years.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and like, I th- they're comfortable being there, and and. This is what we were saying, whatever, however many episodes ago, is that they don't care that PlayStation is winning the consoles. And they are going to try and now they bought all these companies and they're going to try and push their games out to as many people as possible to be as accessible as possible. They want to play. They want to be on your phone. They want to be on your streaming devices. They want to be on your computer. They want to be on your Xbox. They want to be on your PlayStation. They want to be everywhere. So this kind of begs the question, like, would you feel uncomfortable if Halo came to the PlayStation?
1: No, I would never care. I never (laughs) did care. I mean, it's just like games should if the the console can play it, I think it should be brought to that. It always the exclusives always seem Mm. silly to me. Like, I mean, unless there was like a specific reason, like we have tailored this to the PlayStation. It plays the best on the PlayStation. Like, okay, fine, but like other than that, like yeah, why not? Like mm-hmm. I hate when people are like, "Oh, yeah, I have an Xbox, so I haven't ever played a Final Fantasy game or something like that." And I'm like, "That sucks. Like you're missing out on a great <laughs> series like because mm-hmm. you don't want to buy another 400, 500 dollar console, which I understand."
0: <laughs> yeah. I completely agree. It's come down to the point now where we have been gamers for so long, and we have seen games come from. And I'm, you know, talking about you and me. Like we have seen games come from the Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis. We were a Sega Genesis house. So we had a Sega. From you know, we actually we even also had, had a Super like, Nintendo. We had a well, Grandma had a Super Nintendo, and we had a Commodore sixty four and an Atari, and, which I have in the garage, and we then, you know, moved to N sixty four and Xbox three sixty, and then. Eventually, you know, we we had, like, a PS4, now PS5, and it's, you know, back then it made sense, because the internet wasn't what it was today, but being modern gamers, it's amazing to me that anybody gives a shit about the platform that you're playing a game on. It is about yeah. the games, and I, like... Do and they're all the care. same like like if you open up an xbox menu and
1: you open up mm-hmm. the playstation menu like it's all just the same crap like you know you have to go and s- or the switch mm-hmm. menu there's some kind of panel with all your apps and games and it can all of them can also do netflix and all of them can also do mm-hmm. you know your podcast and so and that's great and i love that because like you know there's there's a need for that like there's a certain need for that but also like it's just not as, a, like, it's a standard now. We don't, like, it, it's, I don't even know how to put it. Like, it's just not something that, like, stands out anymore. as like, a just differentiating factor.
0: Well, I'll go as far to say that I think the console wars were ended the minute crossplay became standard. As soon as crossplay became more standard, nobody cared what you're playing on.
1: It, I mean, because I, it I used feel to, like
0: it's, yeah. It, it also well, it, is like
1: the PCs, like the PCs mm-hmm. now are so flexible, and the fact that like I can play an Xbox, my Xbox games and my PlayStation games to some variety, um, on my PC, and I can make that PC like really, really. I'm like PC Master Race ranting right now, but like <laughs> it's the fact that I can like make give a souped up version of these other consoles, and to me that's like a huge, huge benefit. Um, but like you know. I need to also think about, like, myself, like, what if I was 12 in 2024? Like, I'm, like, I couldn't afford to build a PC, so maybe a $400 Xbox as a Christmas gift is a more practical option, you
0: know? Right. But back in the day, the only reason that we had this—not the only reason, but the one of the main reasons. I mean, there's really two reasons, right? There's the game selection is why you chose your console, and— who your what your friends had because right. if your friends had a different console you couldn't play with them and so that was a huge factor so if one friend had an Xbox 360 or a PS3 you had to have the same thing otherwise you guys yeah. couldn't play together now the minute crossplay hit the hit the you know network doesn't matter PS3 or well now PS5 Xbox Series S X doesn't matter. I mean, you're right. We you can though, play that Call of Duty a together. Deal.
1: It was like, Oh dude, do you want to play Call of Duty? Call of Duty. Yeah, that's great. I love Call of Duty. Oh great. Oh, I have a PlayStation. Oh. Yeah. I have an Xbox. And it was just like such a bummer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, then like I, even like if you went over their house and tried to split screen with them, you're like, shit, these controls are so like
0: weird. You everything know? is so different. Yeah. Yeah. That was a real concern. I remember texting people that literally being like, Hey, what system do you have? Because otherwise we can't play together. <laughs> yeah. But now it doesn't matter. And it's awesome for kids. I love that kids doesn't matter they can get whatever or not just kids yeah. but people like casual gamers whatever can play these games and not care what cause i'm on my phone it doesn't matter I i'm playing say, on my, yeah, you know like, like you could be it, on your phone <laughs> it's so good like it's great we're it's just it's and there's nothing but good things and i'm amazed to see some negative comments online about something some of these part like some of these decisions and i'm thinking like why this benefits you the fact that games are now becoming more, like more, uh, you know, standardized is just a benefit. If you're like one of those hardcore Xbox, PlayStation, PC people, like I totally oh, understand what? you liking your platform. <laughs> but if you're shitting on other people, that's that's a that's a dick move. Like you, like we should be coming together as gamers and being like, hey, we can play anywhere, wherever you want in the cloud for all I give. You, like, who cares? We are playing together and it is awesome.
1: So, well, I, I mean, you're never going to hear me complain about cross play or, or being able to have more options when it comes to playing together. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's, that's our random thoughts on console wars right now and how things are <laughs> developing and our rambles. Um, I think that's a, a pretty decent end cap for our sure. uh, episode tonight. Uh, anything else on your mind while we, uh, are
0: eagerly awaiting to dive back into Helldivers too. No, I'm definitely going to spin that up as soon as we're done, though. Uh, <laughs> but You know, uh, we really appreciate everyone who follows us and subscribes to us. We post new episodes every Tuesday uh, at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on podcast services and YouTube. So catch us there. We really appreciate your support. You can also find us on Instagram threads and YouTube at Pixelated Realms Podcast. So thank you, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to follow or subscribe to be notified when we post new episodes. We post new episodes. Oh, I already said that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So everyone, have a great night.
1: Bye-bye.